Today on the podcast, we were talking with Dana Walker. She is the director of the Michigan Downtown Association, and we're digging into the science and the art of the Michigan Downtown. And as I said, our guest today, Dana Walker. Dana, how are you today? I am good. Thank you, Eric. I, I'm not sure where winter is, but that's okay. <laughs> Me, I'll, I'll take the warmer temperatures, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, what choice do we have, really? You know, so for there might be a fair number of people watching or listening to this podcast who might not be familiar with the Michigan Downtown Association or you yourself. And I want to start with you and kind of work up to the Michigan Downtown Association. So you're teaching for a minute. What what is what's the inciting incident that you go like, okay, I'm I've finished, I'm closing this chapter. Now I want to open a gifting shop in Farmington. How does what is what happens there? Well, yes. So I taught for 11 years. I was in the high school and junior high and I really loved it. And then one day I looked at myself and said, I am not a great teacher anymore. Um, I was a good teacher. And in my opinion, I had to be great. The kids deserved it. My, the staff deserved it. I deserved it. <laughs> and so at that point, I thought, well, this might not be for me anymore. And things had changed in the teaching world. It was close behind Columbine. When I decided to leave, I mean, of course, looking back, I mean, that's, you know, things have definitely changed sure. since then. And so our focus as teachers really became different. And I knew I wasn't being very effective anymore. So with that being said, you know, God bless all the teachers out there right now, because I can't imagine what they have to do and now enter into social media world, right? So right. I mean, when I was teaching... Facebook did not exist. I mean, we're going way back, listeners, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> can you imagine a time without social media? So I can't imagine what it would be like now. So with all that being said, I did leave after 11 years of teaching. had a great time teaching and met some fabulous people, and I'm very happy that I did it. But then I always had this uh, entrepreneurism in me and eventually opened up a gift store in downtown Farmington. And I had a business partner and we had a great time and we learned a lot. And we started in 2006. And when we started, we said, well, the economy cannot get worse. So let's go for it. Well, <laughs> yeah, Eric, it got worse. It I don't did. know if you yes, knew that. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, after three years, uh, we closed up shop. But it, again, an experience that I would do over in a second. Fabulous people in downtown Farmington, long-lasting friendships. And in my time there as a gift store owner, I got really involved in the business community and with the downtown association there. And when the gift store closed, I found, found myself being hired by the Farmington Downtown Development Authority, or DDA, uh, to help with promotions and sponsorships. And then eventually one thing led to another, and I moved up to the thumb of Michigan when I met my future husband. And so again, kind of the stars were aligning and I found myself in Emily city. You're in the sun there. If you're not, if you're not watching the video, we just did, we just did the hand motion for anyone who might not know where Emily is. So. Yeah, we just did the hand, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So it's in Lapeer County, but we, so they were hiring a promotions assistant for their DDA. So I, I did that. The chamber director opened up, and so I moved into the chamber position for Emily City, did that stint for four years, and then the DDA position opened up, 
director. So I moved into Emily City's downtown development authority director for a couple of years as well. So very entrenched in Emily City. My heart will always, there will always be peace in Farmington and in Emily City for me. But yeah, so eventually I became involved in the Michigan Downtown Association and became a board member. And then when the position opened up for director, I applied, interviewed, and here I am about four years later, five years. Oh my gosh, now. Yeah. So, and I love it. I love every second of it. So Dana, we're going to talk about Ada here in a second, but before we get there, so if someone were to look at your LinkedIn profile and see this journey that you went on, it doesn't seem like it's a very obvious connection point between teaching and downtown development. What was it about because and I don't obviously I don't know you. We just met, but like, what was it about that DDA experience that clearly took hold in your life, and you just kept following it till you became the director of the Michigan Downtown Association? What is it that you love about this part of downtowns? Well, I will say that if you ask most downtown directors, they had no plan of going into. <laughs> into <laughs> All right. the There's the through line then. <laughs> okay. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So there isn't a there isn't a, a course of study specific to downtown management. Sure, there's things for you know city managers and economic development things like that, but downtown specific that just doesn't exist. Uh, but that being said, when I own my own gifts, you know it's that again, it's that entrepreneur spirit in me. I'm that small business owner, I loved it. I would love to do it again sometime, but it it is time, <laughs> very time consuming, and so I just. After I left the gift store, just happened, you know, was able to to do things for the Farmington EDA. And it was that relationship with small business owners, trying to help them, you know, with the best events that we could put on as an organization. You know, what really, you know, does an event really help you? And if not, how can we change it so that it does? You know, the whole marketing aspect of it. But really, if you think, and then I, I just fell in love with downtowns. You know, I grew up in Oakland County, but not in a downtown per se. And once I became immersed literally in downtown Farmington and then Emily city, there was no going back. So it's really that sense that the downtown is, is the center of everything. And if you have a strong downtown, everything then, you know, starts to fall into place. So really it's that vibe that a, that a downtown gives you. I mean, you can, you know, do almost anything in a strong downtown in Michigan. So that's really what I fell in love with. So let's talk about one of those thriving downtowns and Ada. And I want to focus specifically on, on from your perspective, what makes that team kind of tick? Because they're doing a lot of work. And I think there's some lessons that other downtowns can take from. And then I'd love to know some other downtowns that you're excited about that maybe Ada could take from or Holland could take from or whoever. So let's talk about Ada, though, very quickly. Yeah, sure. So the key right there, then, is a strong downtown management organization. I mean, really, it starts with the director and Haley there is doing an amazing, amazing job. Um, and then building a team. So not only do you, you might have staff, depending on the size of your downtown organization, but really having someone concentrated on downtown management is really key, whether it's part-time, but we love to see full-time because obviously someone taking care of something full-time, um, they're all in, right? Right. Um, right. And then with that, yeah. And with that, you know, you have a strong board of directors and you have committees and you have volunteers. And eventually it's just like this movement is this, you know, the catalyst and, and it and it starts to spread and spread and spread on um, a ripple effect. So yeah, the, you know, the the different events, the different social media aspects of, of Ada, what they're doing right now is really a marked, 
you can see a significant uptick and that it spreads. It causes excitement, right? People want to say, what is going on right. downtown Ada? Right. And how can I be involved, right? Whether that's a, a tourist, a resident, or potentially a small business, like they're creating this action and this vibe. And so, so really, and that can lead to grants, it can lead to promotional pieces, you know, and really an excitement excitement there. Now, I imagine the answer to this question is yes, but when a downtown starts to click like that, does that momentum just kind of keep the ball rolling? Because my question behind that question is, how does a downtown make sure that they've got the right board members in place and everybody's kind of lockstep going in the same direction? And I wonder if that momentum sort of helps grease that wheel. Would you find that to be true? Or what are some of the steps that you could think about if you're at a downtown that maybe doesn't, that feels that it should be in place A, but it's really in place B, what can they do to kind of mind the gap? Yeah, that's a great question. So again, it starts with a strong you know, leadership. And so one of the economic tools that Michigan is blessed with is a downtown development authority for law that they, that a downtown can create. I mean, there's a process. You just don't sure. overnight do it. Right. But using yeah, using a DDA and tax incre- increment financing really does provide an economic tool for a downtown. And so downtowns, I think the board members and the director and the staff, and then the municipality, they all have to understand exactly what they're there for, downtown management. And if they are a DDA, what does that mean? What does the DDA allow to do per law? And maybe what they're not allowed to do per law. So everyone has to understand that. And then just like like any team, any team across, whether you're sports or at a restaurant and you're you're working with a team, you all have to be on the same page, right? This is our goal, whether it's this week, a year, or five years from now, you all have to understand the goal. And it's even really better when every team member is part of making those goals and those work plans. And that's where we see, you know, Ada really clicking and other downtowns across the state is that that essence of team, that it's just not one person leading the charge, but that it maybe it is one person that starts it and that enthusiasm and then boom, right? Just in everyday life, Eric, right? We see that all the time with with great sports teams, with, you know, a business that all of a sudden takes off. Well, what was the what was the catalyst? So exactly, exactly that. So I know that the MDA does a number of webinars for its members to kind of educate them up on what's going on in the space and how they can be a better downtown. But I imagine you don't have a webinar for when winter doesn't show up. So what? how can a downtown think about where you and I are speaking towards the end of February, depending on when you're listening to this, heading into March, and we're a little bit ahead on the scorecard of temperature. And so right. how should downtowns be thinking about this if spring has really sprung and we're not going back to any snow? What can they be thinking about to get people outside and walking to downtowns and start thinking about this season in particular as being maybe over and going into spring? Well, a great example is I think it was about two weeks ago, downtown Lake Orion had an ice fest. And if you remember that Saturday was, I think, 55 and sunny. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, in January, whenever it was February. Yep. And so they really had to pivot and say, oh, hey, so we they still were able to get some ice sculptures. And of course, they weren't going to last. Right. Right. Very long, yep. but around and they encouraged, you know, the restaurants, you know what, open up your outdoor seating. Yes, it's, it's, it's February, but you know, stranger things have occurred. 
and just so that there was some some energy on the street and some action. So so yes, downtown managers, if anything COVID taught us is downtown directors have and the and the staff and the board and downtown organizations really are always trying to do one step ahead. Okay, if this happens, what does, you know, how can we change it? So you're constantly reinventing events and, and, and you know, trying to figure that out. And then, so yeah, so then I would suspect, you know, we're going to see some, you know, St. Patrick's Day comes and then of course towards spring, some, some other activities that people might have to kind of shake up a little bit because the weather isn't cooperating. But an ice festival in February should be a guarantee sure, in Michigan. Yeah. But, should be a but lot. no, not this year. Well, yeah, even the pond yeah. hockey tournament up north, they had to do it in a ice arena because they couldn't do it on the lake. Okay, right. last question, then I'll let you go. Part of what your organization does is obviously educate and then kind of wayfind for businesses. So I know it's early in the year, but... What's your sense of 2024 as far as downtowns and what they can think about this year? What What are you thinking? How are you looking at this year? And what kind of learnings can you maybe share with us about that thought process? I really think, Eric, that you know people might might be wanting to stay closer to home as expenses go up. Who knows what gas prices will do, etc. But the last few years, we really have seen more and more day tourism. So I think downtowns not only reaching out to their their core, but then also start thinking about, okay, who can we pull from an hour or two hours away and how can we make that experience? If someone comes to our downtown with the family on a Saturday for down, you know, instead of a instead of a long weekend or a long week trip, someone might be like, Okay, we've got this amount of money, we got so many hours, let's try. Michigan downtown X, Y, and Z today. So really kind of positioning yourself to be offering that kind of day tourism, if you will. I think, I think that's key. And then as far as small businesses go, you know, an online presence we see is absolutely necessary in most cases, not only with like social media, but an online selling platform. Um, But also we have to always remember that small business and what they offer as far as reinvestment into your immediate area, the customer service, it's its so necessary to keep supporting our small businesses, you know, and, and, and in any way possible. And it doesn't take anything to share social, it doesn't take any money to share a social media post or a positive review. We're always quick to go to the keyboard and right. tap a yeah, negative yeah. thing, right? Hey, let's do a positive. That would help so much for people. Dana, if people want to learn more about the Michigan Downtown Association, where do they go and how do they do that? All right. So we have, uh, speaking of social media, we have a Facebook page and Instagram page, Michigan Downtowns. I mean, on our website, michigandowntowns.com. And uh, we always have events, Eric, and resources for downtown people. You don't have to be a downtown director or board member to take advantage of what, oh, of awesome. what we have. So. Yeah, so we uh, appreciate the time, and anytime I can talk about downtowns, I, I'll, I'll do it. So, so yeah, this has been great. I will hold you to that, Dana. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk again soon. <laughs> All right, thank you.